Hey, I'm Andy Chanley from 88.5 The SoCal Sound, and this is the SoCal Sound interview with Jack Antonoff. There he is right there. Hi, Jack. How are you, Andy? I'm great. Uh, it's good to meet you for, for the first time. Yeah, really uh, nice to meet you. I want to get the, the important stuff out of the way. First of all, you know Jack is a, a founder of the band Fun, of course, uh, current leader of the band Bleachers, uh, producer extraordinaire. And uh, the new stuff is the single Modern Girl, which you're hearing multiple times a day on 88.5, the SoCal Sound. And the new album is called Bleachers. You ran out of ideas. It's just called Bleachers. No, I <laughs> it was going to be called uh, uh, Tribute Living. And then I actually started to write for the first time in my life, kind of outside of the lens of grief. And it made me feel like planting a new flag. And uh, yeah, it it felt felt self-titled, which is which is which is kind of like um, it's, it's a very bold statement. When I first had the idea, I was like, oh oh no, this is this is too, too bold to call it that. Then I realized it just was that. Nice. Uh, well, it comes out March eighth, uh, and you can pre-order CD, vinyl or cassette at bleachersmusic.com. Now I know vinyl outsells CDs now, but uh tell me about the 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 market for cassettes. <laughs> Do you There there I, is I, I one. Haven't a, I haven't had a cassette player in 20 years. They're just cool. And I think that I just like laughing in the face of of any sort of like capitalist movement that tells you something's over. Cuz look what happened with vinyl. It's just like like imagine I told you 20 years ago that in 2023 they'd sell more vinyl than the 70s. It's the whole thing it's is not- so annoying and and you realize that so often like a lot of the narrative of the world is being made by people who are just trying to make money off of something else. And so I, I love making, you know, I also, you know, you know we're not going to make 100,000 cassettes. But <laughs> but if right. there's, a, you know, a few thousand people out there that want them, then that's awesome. And so they can be special you, things that live in people's homes. Everyone watching this, I want you to uh, to to harangue Jack to put uh, stuff out on Laserdisc. Laserdisc, reel to reel. What about um, a, a a track? <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll, 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 uh, I like I like things, and I like things being around, and I feel that um, the things that mean the most to us have to we enjoy them in physical form yeah t- the tactile uh, experience yeah uh, also uh you're announcing a, a u.s tour soon t- tell me about that yeah there's, there's gonna be a few legs and tours on this album but this is the first one and it uh goes mostly around the country but like all tours once you announce them it's often a chorus of uh the places you didn't go wondering why you you know hate this town or that town <laughs> why do you hate poughkeepsie what, what's... yeah <laughs> exactly uh there, yeah speaking of of, of towns uh, um and and areas uh i'm sure you're going to be playing uh near your your stomping grounds uh, new jersey this this new album or at least the new single and a lot of, of bleachers music lately sounds to me distinctly new jersey yeah. I don't know if it's the it's the saxophone, the chorus of voices, or, or what exactly it is, uh, the the party atmosphere that, that that's on <laughs> some of the recordings, but uh, it sounds to me like music that couldn't originate from anywhere else. No, I always I always feel music comes from a very specific place, and you you kind of have, 
you know, there's everything you're talking about. There's the way you play and whatnot. But but this this sense of where you're reporting from, I really like. I really like stamping myself and the band of here's where we're reporting from. If you want to imagine us, imagine us here because that's where we are. And then all these different landscapes have these characteristics that are so fun to carry the torch of. New Jersey's fun because it's coastal, so you have horns, but then you have this like great hope as it's outside of New York City. So it, it's not the place. It wants to be the place, but it isn't. And so you have this get me out of here hope, but then you also have this joy of what it is. And you realize that, you know, being right outside the thing is actually way cooler than being the thing. You know, unlike New York City music, which I love, but has this like boredom, right? This scene at all nature, you think about the velvet underground and the strokes and whatnot, this sort of here we are at the center of it all I'm practically Parisian point of view. Yeah. Um, and so I just, that's who I am. And, you know, I don't, I don't sit around trying to inject that, but I welcome it when it comes. I know that you sit through interview after interview, uh, you know, when you have a, a new project out where, where people just list back to you all the things that you've done, but, uh, I, but I you're going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Yeah. It's not a bad I, thing. I'll, it's not a bad I'll thing. It, 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 yeah. I'm sure you hate it, people. No, it's a, it's a nice reminder. You don't, I think sometimes in an interview, you know, I don't really sit around talking about my career. I sit around, I, I'm just making things. So, so interviews are often these interesting experiences where you are like, oh, wow, that was a, oh, cool. You know, you get to, right. You get to look sort of back and, and forward in a funny way. Well, the, everybody knows this watching, but, uh, you know, you produced or you created with, uh, Lana Del Rey and, and Taylor Swift and, and Florence and the Machine and, uh, Diana Ross, uh, and so forth of the chicks to a large degree. And this is, uh, follows a question. I was talking to Dan Wilson, uh, songwriter. Uh, about God, he's season. the best. He's the, the best. And he's so much fun to be around. I've been in two writing sessions with him and he's just, you know, one of the greatest to ever do it. I was asking him about uh, something that applies to you in spades, uh, that your acumen as a producer gets people to, to come around in the first place. But on some level, you've got to be an enjoyable hang. You've got to be, you know, decently fun to be around. Uh, I guess my question is, what makes uh, Jack Antonoff uh, s such a joy to know? Oh, I'm the last person who could answer that. <laughs> I've I've always uh, understood myself to be a pretty big troll, so um, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I I I have a lot of fun when we're in the studio. I you know I can't speak for anyone else, but it's often a place where, I mean, I, I guess I'll give you one serious answer to that question. I do have a belief that the studio is a sacred place, and if if it's not if you're not having a good time, if you're not feeling it, if you, you're not feeling yourself, don't be there. So I'm the opposite of, of any of these people that are just sort of like go all night, grind it out, go, go, go. You know, I think that, um, you know, if it's not happening, it's not happening. And I don't believe that everyone needs to be making things all the time, uh, which is a little bit dissonant to how cultural it is right now. You know, I think it's nice to make things when you feel like making things. I've felt like making things the past few years, and it's been reflected in the amount of albums that have come out. But yeah, so, I, you know, maybe there can be a lightness to that to just saying like, mm, you know, if it's not happening, it's not happening. Right. I like no, to keep I, it a positive place. Po I like to keep it a happy, enjoyable place also because nine out of 10 times the shit we're writing about can be so heavy that it feels a little bit indulgent or redundant to not also 
just have a fun time in there. Right. I think the re the result is that you end up with a Rolodex where you call people up and and they say, yeah, like I'm watching you on uh, Saturday Night Live. I can't believe it's been almost two years ago now. I thought it was. I know. Same. It's, 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 Past it's, year it's, was like really weird. <laughs> but I'm, I'm watching the performance. I'm like, is that Blue to Tiger playing bass? Is that Claude in there? It's like <laughs> people people like to uh, to assemble around you. You you draw a pretty talent. Yeah, Blue and Claude we call Bleacher's cousins because they kind of float in and out. <laughs> but I, I like that. You know, music's writing is so solitary that that probably as I was a kid when I first started touring. But I've always seen it as this community thing. I like having these small communities i like these characters that pop up and you know i kind of have a small little scene around me and if you, if you believe in that then it, it's a little bit like your own gang or whatnot yeah uh let's talk grammys uh you won this year producer of the year you won last year producer of the year and you're up for producer of the year <laughs> again in february why are you so selfish um I, the I guess i was born that way i think my play <laughs> do, do you have a tiny worry this is a serious question do you have a yeah. tiny worry in, in the back of your mind that at some point once you get enough accolades or or uh you know uh, affirmation of the work that you've done that you might start to get lazy or it might sap your creative spirit or is it just always uh, is it no. that stuff that you don't even think much about and just you, you move forward well they're just separate they're not the goal you know when you're in the studio and you're on tour and you're writing and recording and you're you know doing what i do every day of my life you're not thinking about awards you're thinking about a such a bigger i i you know such a humbling place you're trying to do something that can be so evasive you know you're trying to capture a feeling and, and it's a funny job because you can't just do it i could you know i could sit here and write a song but it might be missing that most important element i kind of have to wait for it to hit me um and so i, I think if you're and same thing with touring this community experience bringing people together making something that's bigger than the sum of its parts if you're really in touch with those things um which i am every day then i think it's pretty hard to imagine that a sales number or an award would have any role in 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 that room it just doesn't so it's more these separate things that can be really cool and feel like a nice thumbs up or or, or whatnot but um the room is like you know it's like church you're thinking about something way bigger right uh well, you got enough of them to be doorstops in just about every uh <laughs> Room of the house at this point. Been a pretty good year. You you produced uh, for Lana Del Rey's. Uh, do you know there's a, a tunnel under uh, Ocean Boulevard? Uh, 1975's album, uh, being funny in a foreign language. Taylor Swift's Midnight's. I mean, that's a cool yeah. I was really year. proud of this year because it felt like those three albums for me represented very different things that all meant a lot to me. Um, and specifically with Lana and Taylor, those are long relationships where it's very it's very against a lot of cultural opinions right now where it's more just like pivot 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 but but just these drilling deeper and deeper into these long relationships we've been able to access way more interesting uh work than i and i just really believe in that in this furthering of relationships so so those two specifically when i look back at that list um are really encouraging for me it's really crazy because you know uh, Taylor Swift. This, this is a arena filling music. 
These are, you know, uh, bangers yeah. that play in an arena, some of them. And then Lana Del Rey's music is something like, as you say, that, that uh, it, it exists where it exists and it, it doesn't care if you come to it or not, but yeah. you know, by God, people come to it and they, they, they seek it out. Yeah. They're very, they're, they're very different. It's funny. I've, I've thought about them in comparison a lot this year, just because of the kind of stuff we've been talking about. And they're very, they ask very different things of you. Um, but then at the end of the day, they kind of do a similar thing, which is they bring people together. Um, and I always think that's funny with music. And it also just goes to show you can never know what's going to grab people and how it's going to grab people. It's just a bit more your job to make it and then deliver it. And as if the the year couldn't get any bigger bigger for you, you got married this summer. Yeah, that was the best part. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, you you marry uh, Margaret Qualley, who's amazing, amazing actress. Uh, the best you've seen in uh, uh, Maiden and a number of other things. Uh, that's fantastic. So uh, just to sum up here, uh, accomplished musician, uh, established songwriter, uh, celebrated performer, married, uh, award winning producer. Uh, what outward? Yeah, what outwardly appears like a, a storybook uh, home life. I'm going to put you on the spot. Yeah. I wonder if just for us schlubs, if you can make us feel better and name one thing that you're not, that you <laughs> fail at, that you're not. All, not very... all I, all I do is every day I just wake up and fail. I just go to the, that you, you guys only get to see the good stuff. You see the stuff that makes the cut. Um, yeah. I don't, it's very nice to hear everything you just said, but at the end of the day, I think I really like being in the space where uh, there's a lot of hope and prayer to get where you want to get and not a lot of um, ego. That's why the studio is such a special place for me because there's really no room for ego because it just doesn't It just doesn't play. No one's ego makes a good album. No one's ego makes a good song. It's this sort of um, long, intense, interesting process. So I don't know, I don't know, I stay there. So I guess I feel uh, uh, tons of conflict in my life. Uh, it just, yeah, it looks easy. But you're making me feel good. It's easy from a distance. Yeah, but you're making uh, me feel very, um, like like i've done something right well last last question uh what's what's left we know that there's a, a tour coming we know the new album uh, in a, a couple of months uh is there anything else that we might not expect that you're working on like maybe uh you know more more music for uh for for film or tv or for the stage yeah lots of lots of stuff and i i never talk about it because i always want the music to lead i don't like um filling people's heads with any thoughts besides the music first but yeah so so yes <laughs> yeah you'll, you'll be busy yes in the new year. uh well it's so good to meet you uh, yeah lovely to chat you and come hang when we're in california that sounds great uh, uh, i wish would love you, you uh, the show. All, the, all the best and uh and and all uh the uh success with the new album once again it comes out march 8th you can pre-order now at bleachersmusic.com uh jack antonoff everybody thank you so much the socal sound my pleasure lovely to talk with you Andy. take care